What is up, everybody, and welcome to How to Fall in Love with Not Your Soulmate, the show where we talk about the absolute worst stories from my dating life here in Minnesota. Now, here's my first episode of How to Fall in Love with Not Your Soulmate. Welcome. You know... When I thought about starting about this podcast, I wasn't sure. I know for a long time I've wanted to do something like this, but I wasn't sure what my topic would be about. I wasn't sure if it would be about music or movies or something else that would capture my interest. But, you know, so many people that I've told these stories to and have actually experienced some of these stories with me in real life told me that the absolute perfect thing for me to talk about would be my dating stories. Now, a little bit about myself and a little bit why I decided to start to do this. I am a 24-year-old girl, lady, whatever you want to call me, woman. I'm definitely not that. But either way, I'm 24 years old. I'm a Leo, if you want, if you must know. And if we really want to get into the whole rising situation and everything else like that, we can do that. Let's give you a full profile. So, I'm a Leo in the sun. My moon is in Sagittarius. My rising is in Scorpio. My Mercury is in Leo. My Venus, which we should all know, is mainly the, the love the, the dictate of how you love. At least at least that's how I see it. Or but either way, my Venus is in Gemini. Interesting. My Mars is in Cancer. Jupiter in Capricorn. Saturn in Aries. Uranus in Aquarius. And my Neptune is in Capricorn. And as well, if as long I know no one cares about the small little planet, but Pluto is in Sagittarius. So basically, in case you didn't know what any of that crap means, it's basically how I am as a person for the most part. And I'd say this is actually pretty accurate. I definitely feed into it. If you want to know my Myers-Briggs as well, I am an INFP, also known as the dreamer type. Now, as you can imagine, based off of if you know astrology and Myers-Briggs, I'm a pretty fucked up individual. (laughs) But either way, if you're into uh, astrological profiles, I'm mainly a fire sign for the most part. But if you look on Snapchat and you enter in all that stuff, they have have it broken down by percentages. But I'm I'm about... 50% fire sign for the most part. Then it's water. So you can see where there's a little bit of contradictory in my life. It it extends into all areas of my life, just not into my, not into my profile, but I'm a pretty fixed person for the most part. And I'm generally a pretty, a pretty good person. I, at least I like to think, I definitely think I am a terrible person and I just heard a noise in my house and I'm not sure if that was a person trying to kill me. If I get killed, um, You'll never hear this episode. But, I don't know. I like to think generally I'm a very nice person. At least I hope I do. I know I, I know I have toxic tendencies and I know I'm an asshole. So, and I'm single for a reason, obviously. But to go more on to that, I have been single for about three years now. I'm a, I'm a little sick of it, I can tell you that much. And definitely quarantine has not made it easy on me. But being an introvert... It's nice. So it's not too awful, but I'm definitely sick of being alone. But I'm also not the type of person to just force this upon anyone. And I want it to happen naturally because as an INFP, I'm a hopeless romantic. And as an INFP, if some of you may not know, I'm introverted. I'm intuitive. Uh, My... If the F means uh, a lot of my decisions are dictated by feelings, but I get a pretty good perspective about things, which is super nice. So, but here's the problem when, especially when it comes to being like in relationships and love, my personality type tends to be a hopeless romantic. 
and I tend to idealize and fantasize, hence why I'm the dreamer type, about relationships. And I tend to think the best of people, or I most not even that. I make up this version of said person in my head and think that is them when in all reality that may or may not be them. So I'm literally just in relationships in my own head. Hence why I think of myself, think of Henry Cavill to be my, my, my soulmate because I feel like he is, he is nerdy. He is hot. He has an adorable dog named Cal. I did slide into his DMs, though, with a picture of my dog saying that they would be the best friend. Still hasn't responded, but you never know. I definitely think this man is my soulmate, and I have never met him. That is a prime example of why I'm the dreamer type and how I fantasize myself into situations and into relationships. Because I think Henry Cavill is my absolute soulmate, never having met him, and him being like almost 14 years older than me and a celebrity. Will it ever happen? No. Would I like to think it will? Yes. Do I definitely imagine our wedding? Hell yes, I do. And all of the fun little building games and PCs. Yes. Yes, I do. There's something about this. In case you haven't seen, there is that Instagram video of him building a PC. And there's just something about the way he like looks up at you as he's fiddling with those wires that, that just... It does something to me, and I don't, I just melt. Some of you may be my friends and family on Facebook, and you know how much I post about these musicians and actors I will I will never be with, because most of them are married, and or famous, or both. But that's beside the point. Anyways, we'll get more into me. That's just a little bit of breakdown about who I am a little bit more as a person. And, and if you are the type of person who subscribes to uh, astrology and or Myers-Briggs, personally, I like both. I think Myers-Briggs is a little bit more accurate. But as more as I have delved into astrology, the fi- I find it to be more accurate, to be more and more accurate about myself in the same way Mars Briggs is. But like I said, I've been single for three years now and I'm sick and tired of it. But here's the reason I'm single. I was in a relationship for six years. Like I said, I'm 24 years old. So I was, uh, I was eight, seven. I think it was like when I met this person, I believe I just turned 17 at the time 16 or 7 I can't remember either way it was a long time ago I actually went home recently and saw some photos of uh, me and this person going to senior prom together and I looked back and I was like wow remember when we were happy remember when this person actually thought I was attractive and liked me and loved me at a point and then I see photos of him and myself uh, like I see photos of him and, like, I always kind of wonder, oh, like, yeah, yeah, remember when we were happy? And then I look at pictures of myself, and I was like, god damn. I was like, if I was him, why would I even date this person? Because I looked ugly as fuck. Some of the people who are listening to me, listening to this, who know me from high school, we can all agree that I was not cute. I am so much cuter than I was. Now, definitely, I'm still a hard-boiled egg to my core. But I'm hell of a lot cuter than I was back then. And I will fully admit that. I look like a piece of trash. I also have very low self-esteem. My self-worth is kind of up there, though. But my self-esteem, shit. My self-deprecating humor is fantastic, though. Um, But yeah, I was a total scene kid back in high school. I thought it was cool. I thought it wasn't a phase. It was definitely a phase. No, I still listen to the music. It's still some of my favorite genre of music. Ah, good times, good times. Anyways, I was ugly. I, I'm, I'm still a little ugly, but not nearly as ugly as I once was. Fun story. I actually got to meet... I Not meet. Uh, I got to revisit someone uh, from my high school days. I actually ended up seeing her at a bar in Bloomington. And I recognized her right away because, okay, 
you know, okay, you know who you are. You know, I saw you at the bar. I'm not going to mention names. A lot of this, I'll make up names. But this person, if you are listening, you know who you are. But she is definitely like the most popular. And in, in, in to get into like a cliche, she's definitely the most popular girl out of our high school and out of our grade for sure. Well, maybe not high school, but definitely the most popular girl of our grade. Um, I was not nearly on the same love as her. She's still, like, she's still attractive, and no, I mean this in a non-bisexual way, even though I am bisexual. I'm not attracted to this person, but she, but I can appreciate beauty and, like, someone who is attractive and have it be, like, just sheerly that. I just think they're attractive. Would I ever act upon it? Absolutely not. But she's an attractive person, and she's she's kind of always been that way. She's been very gifted in in the look department, as I have not clearly, as I've said, I'm a hard boiled egg. Um, but I saw her at a bar, and she's like, "Oh my god, Summer! Like, I haven't seen you since like what?" I was like, "Yeah, high school graduation, 2014." Yeah, I literally not see you then, and here you are at a bar in Bloomington. Well. Anyways, met up. She's like, you look so good. And I was like, oh my gosh, you look so good. Like, you kind of still look the same, but just the, like, uh, upgraded. Then I don't, I shouldn't say upgraded. I mean, definitely, she definitely upgraded. But, like, she's already, like, there. She's already, like, Tesla. But she got even, like, better Tesla. Either way, she, she, looked, she looked really good. Like, and she complimented me on how I looked good. Uh, compared to high school, I was like, yeah. And another fun fact is, um, I actually matched with someone from my hometown. When I was back in, back home a while ago. Um, and uh, I matched with someone who my brother actually did not get along with. Uh, my brother's I'm the youngest of five, so yeah, he did not get along with my brother. And they're on the basketball team together, and we matched. And he is talking about how. He's like, I just want to say about how beautiful and how gorgeous you are. And I was like, yeah, a lot more different than high school. Like the last time you saw me and I was a fucking ugly ass emo kid. And then he went on a rant, uh, not on a rant, but he replied with, you know, I think we all change after high school. And I looked back at his photos and I was like, no offense. You legit look the same you did. Like you have not changed since high school. And now he actually works for the the school that I went to school with now he moved back and it was it was just funny uh, he's like oh my god you're so beautiful and I'm like you still look like a you you still look like the same dude on the basketball team to me but it was a really nice compliment to actually be noticed by someone who I thought was you know at least mildly attractive back in high school it was, it was still a good time it was fun but I like to be honest I do like a little bit of trolling on uh like on dating apps it's really fun for me uh, it's just fun but anyways going back in the toxic relationship this is the whole reason why i'm single but yeah i was a hard-boiled egg it was a very toxic relationship we got a house together he decided to kind of one day after i started to set boundaries because i had little to no self-worth and it was like a physically and emotionally abusive relationship if you want me to talk more about that sometime i can definitely talk more about that just let me know if you want to hear about it if you don't want to hear about it, i'm not going to make you listen to it um it was a very toxic relationship like i said physically mentally abusive so i had little i had no self-worth at the time so i thought he was like the best that i deserved at that time but he convinced me to buy him like a truck and a house and then I decided to go to therapy because I actually started having really bad anxiety and panic attacks because of it. Um, like passing out, wouldn't be able to talk type of type of anxiety and panic attacks. It was not fun. I've actually fainted a couple times from how bad they are. Um, so I finally decided to get like, think that was too much because we, we broke up maybe about three times throughout the six years. Most of them were near the end of that relation, then got back together. But anyways, one of the times we decided to break up, I decided I should go to therapy and actually try and change something about it and make myself better. Because at the end, he's like, you know, if you actually change and actually made progress, you know, I'd want to be with you. So in my head, I was like, oh, my gosh, I should probably go get help for all of my problems. And so I did. And I went to therapy for about a year. Absolute. The best decision I could have ever made for myself was to go to therapy. 
And if you're questioning whether or not to go to therapy for whatever reason, being relationships, anxiety, anything like that, I know it's hard to admit that you need help. But going to therapy was the best thing I could have ever done for myself in terms of my own self-worth and who I viewed myself as a person. That's that's the same self-worth. And anyways, either way. So actually, we ended up getting back together because he liked the improvement that he saw. And we're st- <sighs> disclaimer, we were still fucking at the time during that whole entire period for the most part. So we decided to get back together because he liked the progress he saw. Anyways, I started, you know, set and establish my own boundaries in a relationship. And he actually didn't like that. So he kind of woke up one day after me buying him all the, like, getting the house together and all this other stuff. And actually, you know, being in a serious relationship in my head, hopefully moving towards marriage. He decided, kind of woke up one day once I said I, like, there was a breaking point where I said, like, you know, you can't be doing this crap. He woke up the next day, decided, you know, I'm not in love with you. End of that. End of story. Interesting. There's more to that. There's a little bit more to that story. Like I said, I'm not going to completely bore bore you with a six-year-long toxic-ass relationship. I know I kind of did already, but that's the most I will go into, unless you actually want to hear more about it. But at the end of the day, this podcast is mainly here for fun. It's something for me to do to kind of get past the the boredom of my life. And to, you know, also hopefully share with others what I've been through and what I've learned from situations. And hopefully you can avoid them through me putting myself in those situations. But it's also, on top of the fun and, you know, helping other people, some of the shit that I get told and that I hear and just the ridiculous shit men and women say, mainly men, mainly men, just the ridiculous things that they say, it needs to be broadcasted and said out loud because some of this, it's so funny. It's so funny. And I I definitely laugh a lot about it and it's just funny and I enjoy sharing with other people the ridiculousness that is dating but we're gonna get into this week's story here but before we get started there is a disclaimer this is an 18 plus show for a reason i will be getting into the nitty the gritty and the dirty of my dating life i will usually give you a fair warning of when that stuff will happen. But it, it, a lot of the times it is essential to the story. And how ridiculous the story is. And also. On top of you know. You know me telling the dirty stuff. A disclaimer here as well is. I know men and women aren't the problem. I know I'm mainly the problem, but at the end of the day, this is for fun and for information's sake. I'm not here to be mean. I'm not here to trash anyone. I'm mainly here to trash myself. But like I said, this isn't to, to, to judge or be judged. I really don't care. I think it's just fun. But let's get into this story. We're going to get into what you're all here for now, which is the story. Now, this story is about the first, about the time I bought my Jeep. I was going to start off with a different story, but as I was listening back to it, it wasn't as cool. It wasn't as fun. I didn't, it wasn't what I want this podcast to be. I. It's not that fun and like cool and interesting as this one is. So this is the first time I bought, like, this is, I bought my Jeep. I bought my Jeep. It's wonderful. Love it. Awesome. So I had to get rid of old Harold. He blew up. Anyways, I go to, I'm not going to say the name of this place because I might get backlash for it. Um, I went to a Jeep dealership in Burnsville, Minnesota. 
I happened to walk in there on a day where this very, very cute salesman was working. I didn't know him at the time, but I walked through the door. I'm looking all cute. It's the summertime. I'm getting my outfits on. And I walk through and he stops and he looks at me, double takes. He's like, oh my God. And then him trying to make a sale. He's like, oh my gosh, like, what are you here for? And I'm like, I'm here to look at this 2016 Jeep that you guys just got in. He's like, oh, this back here or whatever. So we got to go look at the Jeep. He's like, wait here while I go get everything prepped for you. I was like, okay. To set a little bit of a stage for this person, I, uh, his name is Connor. That's the made-up name. His name is Connor. He, yeah, I think he's probably about five foot eleven. Um, redhead, actually, like strawberry blonde redhead, not like redhead redhead, but pale, really cute. Had really cute eyes. I don't remember what the color of them were, but he's really cute. And so I sat down at his desk, and he was like, kind of asking me about like what I was looking for, things like that, uh, about about the car, not about anything else. And so I'm texting my brother justice and my cousin Haley at the time um like what this dude looked like and they're like oh my god like is he cute i'm like he's a super cute salesman and i was like oh my god this is about to be the best experience of buying a car i've ever had and so what ends up happening he walks away to go show to go get the car ready that i came there to see and I can't remember if I who asked it, but they asked if he had booty. If he asked if they had cake, I think it was Justice who asked if he had cake. And I was like, "Oh, I don't know if he got cake." And then he got up and he walked away, and I was like, "Oh my god, he got cake!" Yeah, he got he had cake for days. He had booty. It was nice. And I was like, "Wow, I didn't I didn't expect that." And the dress pants didn't help. This might be a little bit of a graphic story. Either way, he got cake. He's really cute. But um, so we are having trouble kind of getting some of the paperwork. I decided I want this vehicle after looking at a couple, a couple other ones and deciding that this is the one. Connor definitely sealed the deal for me being as cute as he is. And like, so while we were fin like finishing up the deal and figuring some of that stuff out, he decides we we're just sitting there kind of talking and we talk about our lives and I just wanted to know him. I was like, this guy seems curious and I'm not going to sit here on my phone. Not just diddling, diddling on my thumbs there. Found out I had a dog. His, his name, his uh, other associate had a dog like mine on Alaskan Malamute. He's cute. Anyways. um, So it, we just talked and started to get to know each other while they're figuring out the paperwork, getting all the deals together and everything like that. And so Connor is, I'm asking about him because he's, he's a very curious bunch to me. And um, he talks about how he, like, he grew up, at, he, tra he traveled a lot. He travels a lot. He has a Jeep of his own. It's, it's a really nice Jeep from what I've seen in the pictures he showed me. Um, Very well traveled. His, I think, I think he said his, Dad was an airline pilot. He is oldest of nine. I was like, holy crap. And part of me in my head is like, is his family one of those super like religious families that doesn't believe in birth control? I, I still don't know. I don't know. But either way, religion does kind of come in a little bit of play with this. Um, but he grew up in Dubai, moved back to the States, and he actually ended up going to Shakopee High School. Which was interesting. And he's like, because he found out I was native, he's like, oh my gosh, like I used to go out to a bunch of parties out on the reservation over in Shakopee. I was like, hey, that's not surprising. It's like the res, but with Lamborghinis, as my brother likes to say. Anyways, um, he is talking more and more about like people he knows. And I know I have a, a family friend that is from Shakopee, and I happened to ask him if he knew this person. And he ended up actually knowing this person. They ended up actually being actually uh, really good friends in high school. And I was like, no fucking way. Small world. 
So we continued talking about that. I continued asking him more about him. He asked more about me. And he kind of comes to the conclusion that, you know, that he likes me. And he's like, I'm going to be transparent with you. And I'm like, okay, where is this going to go? And he tells me that not like literally maybe about a month or two before I met him, he just broke up with his girlfriend of um, a couple of like a couple of years told me about how he really liked her but things just didn't work out and yada 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 and i was like okay at least you're transparent he's like i would like to like like get a drink with you or like get to know you more he's like but i was like ah crap there's always a but he's like but i'm kind of seeing someone already and i was like in my head i was like okay you broke up with this girl and he, like, he was telling me about aspects of this person's relationship that he had, like, the ex before the one that he was seeing at the time, about how he she was, like, perfect for him, things like that. And I'm like, okay, you're really not selling me on this. Anyways, but he's like, yeah, things just didn't work. I was like, okay. Like, at least you're honest with me. I appreciate that. But he's like, I'm kind of seeing someone else because I, uh, I wanted to have a drink with them. He's like, and we had a lot of the same interests. And he's like, I'm actually kind of seeing someone right now. And I've been seeing someone for two weeks. And I was like, you literally have been hitting on me like this entire time that we've been working out this deal on this car. And you're just now telling me that you have a girlfriend. And it's only been like a month since your last relationship. And I'm like, you're monkey barring people. And I was like, okay, cool, whatever. He's like, but I'll let you know if uh, we like if if it doesn't work out between us. And I was like okay, I'm not going to be waiting around for this dude, but... Hmm. <sighs> it's interesting. But he still wanted to get a drink, which was the most confusing part about it to me. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what was wrong with this boy, but it continuing on. After he told me he was seeing someone else, I decided not to contact him anymore or anything like that. Because... It was just, I, I just wasn't into it. Like he, I'm not gonna take it. I'm not gonna take it from trying to talk him out of it. He seems like a guy that was pretty set in his mind and knows what he wants. And so that was like August. Flash forward to like November. Um, he happens to go bouldering at Minneapolis Bouldering Project, which is the place I absolutely love. I love doing that. And, oh, geez. So I see him post on the story because I followed him on Instagram. So he, we could look at each other's Jeeps and, photo, and photos like that. And um, I told, I commented on a story about how I miss it. I miss bouldering so much because it's been so long since I've gone. It's been since January of last year since I've gone bouldering. And... I he's like oh my gosh you need to go back into it and that was going to be like our first date was us going bouldering and grabbing a drink but anyways I told him I miss it so much I'm actually reading the conversation that uh text messages that we've had and he's like it's legit been two years since I've gone um and he's like how have you been I was like I'm good and He's like, I've been good, although I did just get back from Florida last week, so I'm not crazy about being back in this cold weather. I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to Hawaii in January. That's not happening anymore. Hopefully in March. But um, I was was trying to make plans. And he decided to tell me about... He asked me how big my suitcase was. And (laughs) I thought that was a funny little thing to ask. He's like, how big is your suitcase? I'm not that small, but shit, I could make I could make it work. And remember, trying to remember what this dude looks like. I mean, he wasn't like tall, but he wasn't short either. And I'm like, dude, you could fit in my my suitcase. You should see how fucking big my suitcase should be. And so I decided to say, I was like, you might fit, but that means I'd be naked the whole trip. I'm trying to flirt a little bit. He put some emojis in there, trying to like slide in those DMs. Because clearly he doesn't have a girlfriend at this time if he's talking to me like that. Maybe he does, but no. And finding out later he do- he didn't have a girlfriend. It, but he, Anyways, going more into that. Um, 
He's like, oh, darn, uh, winking face. He's like, if we really have to, we can buy you some clothes when we're there. And then I asked, well, how am I supposed to get them back if you're stuffed in my suitcase? He's like, to be perfectly honest, you have cl- you having clothes is far down in the list of my concerns. With big eyes and a tongue sticking out emoji. Like I said, I'm not I'm not gonna hide around the details about any part of these stories. Um, but we'll, we'll go on. We'll go further. It, it doesn't get super bad, but it, some people may not want to hear some of this stuff. But it's all for the sake of making, flushing out the story and making it even funnier. Because if I left out these some of these details, it'd just be boring. And I replied with, um, I mean, as long as I have a, a bikini that shows off half my ass for my thirst traps, I'm okay. Because if some of you have seen my Instagram and or my Facebook you know, my photos from Hawaii last January were definitely thirst traps. That's the whole reason I went. I wanted thirst traps. And they worked. And he's like, I think we can make that happen. And then I replied with, gotta keep that Instagram consistent. It's either thirst traps or pics of my Jeep. Or both. He's like, nothing wrong with that. And he proceeds to make an offer. I'd offer to take you out to get a drink, but Mr. Walls has made sure that's not happening anytime soon with a ugh kind of face. I was like, haha, you're funny. If you wanted to see the old Jeep again, all you had to do was ask. And he liked that. He's like, well, I guess I should have asked sooner. I was like, you know, we can just take one of the Jeeps out, park, and have drinks. He's like, innovative. I like that. And so I, we were showing back and forth some of the photos we took of some of our Jeep adventures. And they were pretty cool. They're really good. And I showed him a picture of my Jeep in absolute bomb ass lighting. It should be on the covers of something of like Jeep magazine. And he's like, oh, that last one's awesome. I was like, that's when I first bought the Jeep, did a whole photo shoot with my brother and our Jeeps. He's like, have you taken it off road yet? I was like, no, I need to yet. He's like, it's a blast because he has a Jeep as well. So he showed me some of the photos he he took of going off roading. I was like, I bet. I'm hopefully getting new rims and tires this month, so be nice to break them in sometime. He's like, I bet there's a ton of places out by you to do exactly that. And I, I live out more of the suburbs, a little not quite country, but more suburby, like halfway between both of them. So yeah, there's a decent amount of places. I was like, pretty much all of my photos are taken by the boat launch by my house. So it sounds like my place for drinks and Jeeps. So it sounds like my place for drinks and Jeeps. He liked that, and he's like, deal. And so I was like, all right, when's this going to go down? He's like, what have you got going on this week? I was like, not a whole lot, just renovating my house. And I was like, wait, isn't this weekend Thanksgiving? He's like, that's a good point. I'm not doing anything or going anywhere, so it's up to you. He's like, if I can't make something work this week, let's shoot for next. To be perfectly honest, one of the people I live with tested positive for COVID. And I haven't felt the grades today, so I should probably be cautious of that. I was like, I'm cool with that. It means I get to enjoy my 70-inch TV this week. He's like, jealous. I was like, haha, well, if you felt good, I'd say quarantine with me. But lol, JK, drinks will have to do. He's like, so I was definitely out of commission for like three days. Hope you had a Thanksgiving. So this was three, like four days after that text message I sent him, which was on the 23rd of November. He texted me on the 27th of November, asked, telling me to ha- that I hope, wishing I had a good Thanksgiving. And I texted back a couple, like about four hours later because I don't want to be a simp. Thank you. I hope you did too. I definitely need, I'm definitely out of commission with drinking after work today. Oh, uh, I definitely need to be out of commission day with drinking after work today. He's like, long day, huh? I'm sure we talked about this, but what do you do? He's like, I I told him, it's a very long day. I'm a hairstylist, but I work for said company. So I'm also slightly obligated to help on store side. But biggest accomplishment is that I fixed this lawn's washing machine. Another example of how I am a suburban dad. He's like, yeah, sounds like a fun day. It was interesting day to see to say the least but just happy to be home and relax now he's like i feel that i was like how are you feeling by the way 
no, you said one of your roommates had COVID. He's like, feeling a lot better. I had like three days where I was feeling down for the count, but feeling a lot better. I was like, well, good. Gotta go for that drive soon. He's like, yes, we do. I was like, it's such a nice day. I think I might go for a drive after work, park and eat leftovers while I'm watching the lake for a bit. I don't hear from him for a couple days, so I decided to be a simp and text him because I replied to one of his stories. Um, and this guy, <laughs> so lo and behold, that you'll get, I, I commented on a story of him like doing some day trading stuff. And I was curious and very interested about doing that type of stuff because I want to obviously make more money. Oh, but this is where the story gets very interesting. He's like, how was your drive? It was my birthday on Saturday. So sorry for not getting back to you. I'd be more than happy to tell you more about what I'm doing. I actually quit the dealership and do this full time now. And I was like, really? Wow. Not, but now who's going to swindle me into buying my next Jeep? And I told him happy belated birthday. How old are you? And I asked how his evening was. He's like, don't know. Don't worry. I know a guy. Thank you. I, it was good. And I'm 27. So I'm old as fuck now. I was like, so old. I shall mourn the death of your youth with a glass of wine tonight. Well, if you keep making good money, maybe you can buy, maybe you can buy my next Jeep. And he liked that. And he's like, it was crazy. I feel like I was just 25 yesterday. It might be a little bit last minute, but in five minutes we are doing a Zoom call with some buddies to break down how their trading style works. I can send you the link. And he sent me the link and um, we end up doing a Zoom call. And um, basically what it came down to was multi-level marketing, uh, network marketing, whatever you want to call it. It came down to that. That's how you made, that's how you made the big bucks, but you could honestly do like trading by itself and still make a decent amount of money, but definitely one of those multi-marketing, multi-level marketing companies for sure. And I asked him, I've been in network marketing before. I asked him if that's what it was. And he's like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. And anyways, I, I, I'm not interested in doing that type of stuff. And he ends up at like, he's like, do you have any questions? And so I asked him, is it marketing? Yeah, he, we end up going into all that and talking a little bit. We end up flirting a little bit on the zoom call, this like personal zoom call. Anyways. Um, so that goes out and I think I sent him photos. It looks like I think it was of me drinking glass, uh, like, like uh, drinking wine after I was streaming on Twitch. And he said, "Oh, because I I wanted to see more, get more in depth on how like the trading was done to see if I could actually do it on my own." He's like, "Turns out my friend Matt isn't trading tonight, anyways." Oh yeah, I definitely told him I was I drank way too much. I was like, I'm sure you won't be complaining about, I mean, about me being flirty. He's like, I won't, smiley face. I was like, geez, now I got to think of cheesy pickup lines. Because I said something about uh, pot, like going on a date with him or something like that in one of my photos. And I was like, geez, now I got to think of cheesy pickup lines. And he just laughed. And, he's, and I was like, okay, first, I was like, you have the first one. He's like, well, you don't have to. And I was like, wait, take two. Um, <laughs> here is my cheesy ass pickup lines. Um, for some reason, I feel I've, I was feeling a little off today. But when you came along, you definitely turned me on. And he laughed and he's like, that was a good one. And then so I decided to really like. I'm drunk. I'm drunk at this point. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. And then he's like, that shirt looks very, be uh, <laughs> this is, this is what I said to him. I was like, that shirt looks very becoming on you. Then again, if I was on you, I'd be coming to, why am I like this? And he's laughing. He's like, lol. I was like, that one is raunchy, but it was funny. He is like, I feel like that one deserves to be reciprocated. He's like, I don't even know whatever takes the cake. I was like, literally Google them. I was like, the only other one I came up with was um, a, a software joke. And he's like, those are good ones. I was like, you'll just, I was like, just have two more drinks. I'm sure they'll come out. And then I, he remembered him saying something about him being shy. So I asked him why he's shy. He's like, no, I'm not. And um, 
I was like, prove to me that you're not shy. He's like, oh my God. And I was like, waiting. He never texted me. He texted me back the next day. He's like, I got home, passed the fuck, to, uh, passed the fuck out. Joey lives like 35 minutes from me. I was like, oof, rough. I passed out pretty hard last night too. I'm still in bed right now. It's too cold in my house to leave my bed right now. He's like, my room is so damn cold too. Blah, 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 blah. Um, He couldn't figure out how to turn his furnace on or anything like that. Told him how my room is basically six degrees at all times. And so this is where it gets interesting. Um, He's like, I love to, I love it cold when I sleep, but the, but it's too cold in my place. And as a cold sleep is the best. Maybe you just need to cuddle buddy while you sleep. Here I am trying to be sly as hell. He's like, that's a strong possibility. Ha, ha, ha. And I was like, I can submit my application if need be. He's like, so about that. <laughs> my ex sort of reapplied on the night of my birthday. Now, this is the ex that he said he was absolutely in love with. And like the one that he just broke up with when I bought my car a couple months before that. I was like, oof. He's like, I feel so bad. I'm the one that said we should get a drink and how here and now here I am turning you down because of this. I think we might have talked about this when you were at the dealership, but this is the girl I'm completely head over heels for. Honestly, never thought I would ever hear from her again in my life. So I sent him some like risque photos of me. And I said, I just know my worth and at least I can show you what you're... I was drunk too. <laughs> I was drinking. So I, I was not as bold. And I was like, I just know my worth and at least I can show you what you're missing out on. But at the end of the day, it's your choice. He's like, I mean, it really is not anything personal at all. It's very bad timing and that's why I feel so bad about it. I haven't spoken to her in four months and out of the blue, she texted me. You have every right to be upset about it. I was like, well, just enjoy your time. And I hope I'm still here. If it doesn't work out, like move on. This dude proceeds to give me a freaking novel. And I'm like, okay, like you couldn't, you didn't have to say anything else after that. You literally could have just left it at that. Oh God. Um, He's like, I completely understand why you're upset. I don't expect you to understand, but I really, truly love her. When we broke up, it's not because we wanted to, but because of certain things we had to. I literally want to spend the rest of my life with her. Now, some things fell into place, and it seems like it can actually work out. I never meant to lead you on or anything like that, Summer. And I certainly never looked at you as something to pass the time in between. So again, I'm really sorry. I completely understand if you don't want to talk to me or anything like that. Just know that the very last thing I intended was to lead you on and ask you for drinks just so that I could tell you a week later, sorry, I'm back with my ex. Mm. Oh, God. It was just funny. And so I was like, okay, like, okay, you don't need to be telling me this crap, dude. Like, why are you telling me this shit? So I replied with, I'm not upset. I just don't like people wasting my time and effort. But no, I understand what that feels like. I was in a relationship for six years. I tried to make mine work multiple times, but it didn't work. I hope you find what you're looking for. Expecting it to be done again after that. Again, he gives me a little bit. He gives me a short, short story here. He's like, I completely understand, and I really don't like wasting time and effort either. That's why I feel so bad about it, because it's a super, super shitty thing of me to do. The only thing, honestly, that was an issue in our relationship was religion. Everything else was damn near perfect. She's changed every, she's changed her perspective on some things, and that is why we're even talking again. Now, here's my analysis of this. First of all, no one just changes like the very basis of who they are, especially when it comes to religion within four months. No, 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 no. Connor, this is what happened. And I hate to say this. And I think everyone listening to this podcast is going to agree. She didn't change her perspective on religion and her moral morals and everything like that. No, what happened was she broke up with you. Well, you broke up because of religion. We'll get that. But what ended up happening was she decided to go have a whole phase for the last four months. And then she realized, like, how shitty dudes out there are right now. 
And so she realized, like, oh, fuck, all these dudes are crap. I got to fuck as much dick as I wanted to. I got dick down so hard. But all these dudes are crap and they treat me like shit. But I'm going to go back to this person that I know will take me back and say that I changed some shit when in all reality, the only reason I'm coming back is because I know you will take care of me and treat me right because all these other dudes are fucking terrible. But I did, like, suck and fuck a few dicks during this time. That's exactly what happened. No matter who you are, what you think, as a girl that has been in that situation, that's exactly what happened. She got dicked down so hard, realized dudes were trash, and then she's like, oh, I can come back to you because I know you'll still love me. That's what happened. Anyways, there, there's so, there's, it gets, whatever. He got back with her. I don't give a crap. It's funny. I, like, but I figured this dude would stop texting me after this. No, no, he does not. Because may I remind you, I said I was interested in possibly doing trading with him. Maybe not the whole multi-level marketing part, but at least learning the trading part of the business, of the business he's involved with. Oh, so about a couple days later, I don't think I'm ever going to hear from this dude again. I've already like, whatever, this dude is trash. I get a text. 9.35 at night. So not like a good hour to be texting a girl, but this is this is how it reads. Hey, Summer, everything else aside, are you still interested in trading with me and my buddy in trading with me and my buddies? No, Connor, I'm not interested in trading with you. Like, how? Why? And then he proceeds to ask again later at 11.24 p.m., two hours later, after I looked at it and never said anything, I think you would be awesome to work with. No, Connor, I don't want to work with you. I don't want to do day trading with you. I don't want to trade currency with you. No. No. Like, the balls on this dude to to basically tell, like, tell me that he's absolutely in love with this girl. And just blows my mind that he can do this and then ask me to do business with him. The balls. The balls on this man. It, oh, my God. I don't know how how or what made him think this was a good idea. But I was a couple drinks in. It was a Friday night. And he happened to post pictures of his cat. And I was like, oh my god, cute cat. And then I proceeded to say, because uh, uh, I was, uh, yeah, it was a good night. I was having some glasses of wine. I'm not an alcoholic. I promise I just enjoy a good glass of wine here and there. And I'm a terrible lightweight. I proceeded to text him, best not to mix business and pleasure. Just don't think it would be a good idea to con continue any sort of business or friendship further. Plain and simple. Like, why the fuck would I want to talk to you after you just told me about how you're absolutely madly in love with this girl and the only thing wrong with her is the, is the fact that you couldn't agree on religion? No. Then it said, started a video chat, and then the video chat ended, and he's like, sorry about that, click the wrong button. I'm like, oh, I'm sure you did. I'm sure you're really, like, at 11.24 at night, that you are not, like, you're in a, you're in a certain mood right now, and you're hoping to get something for me. And he's like, sorry about that, click the wrong button, haha. I was like, it's okay. I'm tipsy, so best not to talk with me at the moment. Don't want to ruin anything with you and your girlfriend. You think you'd end there. No, it doesn't. He's like, just a little confused because you commented on my story and then said you don't want to talk to me at all. Ha ha. And I'm like, oh my god, the audacity of this bitch. I was like, no, it's not... I was like, not that I don't want to talk to you, but like I said, best not to have conversations beyond like commenting on one another's story or harmless shit like that. Like you said, you're trying to get back with your ex, so I don't want to jeopardize that for you, especially when I'm tipsy, because I will push limits. And he proceeds to laugh, and he's like, well, I appreciate that, but I don't see the issue in us doing business together or anything like that. But if you're not comfortable with it, that's completely up to you. 
<laughs> now, if some of you have ever played the game for the girls, you will understand this. I was like, yeah, not comfortable with knowing how I am. I mean, I was voted most likely to sleep with a married man. So dot, 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 dot. He proceeds to say, well, not to worry. I'm not married. So I don't even fall into that category. Like, you're not married, but you're in a relationship. You're going to say this crap. Like, does this guy not know, like, kind of what he's what he's insinuating at this point either way i proceed to say well you've already seen what you've been missing out on so he's like that's not exactly what i meant i mean i'm saying i'm saying i'm not married so i don't fall into the category of married men so it won't be an issue and i'm like how dumb is this guy like no this is not what i meant so i proceeded to text him and <laughs> i mean what i'm trying this is gonna get a little graphic I, what I said was, I mean, what I'm trying to convey is that I will push and fuck someone whether they're in a relationship or not. So best not to talk even for business because I'm toxic like that. Lol. Ugh, he looked at it and he never messaged back at that point. So I think he got the, the understanding that whether, and this, again, this is probably the reason why this is another reason why I'm single is because I, uh, I, do, I have a hard time setting boundaries and um, and understanding that. Uh, I don't say understand. I understand very well and I know what type of situations I get myself into. But the fact that he, oh God, he's like, I'm not married. And I'm like, you're not getting it. <laughs> like, whether you're in a relationship or not, if I want to fuck you, I'm going to fuck you. Plain and simple. And that's where that story ends. Now, I'm going to leave this podcast. I'm going to leave the story and this ending of this first podcast where it is. There's nothing more to say about it. <laughs> Honestly, this is a wonderful story. And I hope you really enjoyed it. But at the end of the day, dating is the worst. You got to be safe out there. <sighs> oh. But hopefully next week we'll get into a different story. So here's a couple stories that you guys can get to choose from. And that is either the story about the guy who said oofta or about Steve the pilot who gave me a Fifty Shades of Grey moment that crashed and burned. Some of you may know the story and know how saucy it is. But let me know what story you want to hear and what I can add to the show. Do you want me to read some of my dating app conversations? I'm open. Just let me know. Share this with your friends. Don't share it with your family because they are not going to like it at the end of the day. But like, give it a listen. It's, it's fun. But thanks for listening and bye for now.